So uh, should we just start with the like, did it, did it? <laughs> yep. And I okay. think actually we need to keep you saying that in there because that's so funny. Should we, <laughs> should we, should we start? Okay. Hello. and Liz show. Welcome to the Chug and Chat, everyone. We are your hosts, Morgan. And Liz. And uh, today we're going to be talking about, well, this is our second episode, by the way. It's very exciting. We are very excited. We just Woo-hoo. submitted everything to iTunes. Like, we are all legit and shit. So we're super excited. Um, but this episode, we're going to talk about self-care in the, like, dystopian, post-apocalyptic world that we are currently living in and how to kind of take some time for yourself when you're having really difficult conversations um, and you're being the social warrior that I know that you all are and, and just kind of how to watch out for each other and how to watch out for yourself. So we're gonna, um, one of my dearest friends suggested like, why don't you do like a little table of contents at the beginning of every episode? So people like know what to stick Ooh. around for. And I was like, that's great advice. So thanks, Joanna. Um, so we're going to kind of start with, um, some articles and stuff that we found on self-care and talk a little bit about that. And then Liz is going to talk about some amazing stuff that she found um, with an organization that did a really cool um, like healing day on inauguration. And then we're going to talk about the weirdest wellness retreats around the world. Um, (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk a little bit about Fox yoga. So stick around for that. Just saw that video on the internet today. And I'm real excited. Um, And then we'll give you the queen of the week. So, so Liz, you want to, you want to start with our, with our like theme music today? Oh yes. We have a clip for today. It's just a a few quick seconds here. Let me load up. Yo B, they ready. Oh my God. I love this song so much. So much. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, too relevant. I'm feeling myself. I'm Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. But it seemed appropriate for today's theme. There were lots of like masturbation related pop songs that kept coming <laughs> to mind for me. Apparently that's the kind of self-care I am needing in this moment. <laughs> Subconsciously, I am being told that. Um, but this one at least was slightly more uh, left open for the imagination. <laughs> we did briefly talk about, we should mention the song that you mentioned before that you were thinking about doing the... <laughs> Love Myself by Haley. <laughs> What is it, Haley Steinfeld? Is that- yes, yes. And how she's like, I'm going to love myself till it hurts. And it's like, girl, don't do that. Girl, I'm trying to love myself you don't need to, to do love that. myself. <laughs> right? You should feel good afterwards. <laughs> right. What did yeah. you say? You were like, men do enough damage. Yeah, exactly. Men, <laughs> men do enough of the hurting. So when I'm getting in there, it's all good and gentle and lovey. Right? And yeah. 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 And all that good stuff. Oh, oh, I have to. I'm. I know it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, um, but I'm going to drink a beer and. Oh. Did you hear that? Yeah. Um, I'm going to cheers my microphone. That probably didn't even sound like a cheers. Do I have glass? <laughs> it did. It sounded like on. a bonk. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. This, you could just everybody picture me like in my laboratory where I have lots of materials to make cool sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> So the episode of treating yourself, Treat yourself. We, just decide, we decided we're going to say that like 17 more times today because it's like one of our favorite phrases. <laughs> um, 
the first thing that I that I want to talk about is in looking at a bunch of these articles, um, I realized that there is a, you know, a plethora of articles that are all about like, you go girl, go buy that handbag and go get you a manicure. And, and all of those articles really apply to cisgendered women. And I thought that it was an, it would be an interesting thing to bring up that like that, that self-care has become something that's so gendered. Um, and, and I think that that's sort of like not the right way to be looking at it in this context. Um, we, we want to make sure that we're, we're self-care, you know, you're, you're taking care of your brain and not just the way that you look. Um, and like your general well-being, and not just the way that you look. Don't get me wrong. Like I love a good manicure. I get them done. Like I do. I have my nails done, or else I bite them. Um, and I love buying a good handbag. But I think it's important to note that it's it's something that should be that should be more inclusive, and that should talk more about you as a person, and not necessarily how you identify, you know, how you spend your money or something like that. But. Um, with that in mind, I found this really great article. It's actually on Wired magazine, and it was published the um, on the tenth of November, so like two days after the. That's worst my day birthday, ever. and oh, is it and, really? and my thirtieth birthday. I'm so sorry to like make this about me for a quick what? second, but let me just say, whoa, that was a dark, dark thirtieth birthday oh, <laughs> that man, I experienced. Dude, like, I can't yes. even imagine that. You needed this article on that day. I needed it on that day, especially given that on election day, my cocky ass self decided to post on Facebook, like, how amazing is it that as I turn 30, here I am voting for oh, the first God. woman president, like, oh, just no. to, like, get my ass schooled. Like, first oh, of all, no. swear jar. I'm sorry. I'm swearing all over the place. But yeah, it was it was a it was a fun birthday. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say that. Oh, man. It just made me want to go, they say it's your birthday. <laughs> but then you were like, what a dark birthday. I was like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Never Oh, my mind. God. Anyway, please continue. Um, oh, so this article, um, it's written by Emily Dreyfus. It's on, I found it on the Wired website, and I'll post it to the Facebook page. It's called The Critical Role of Self-Care for Handling Post-Election Stress. And it has this incredible image of this like heartbroken little girl hugging her mother or possibly her grandmother. You can't really tell. Anyway, it's, I mean, it's like devastating to look at that. It is devastating. So um, this article is full of a lot of really interesting, of a really interesting narrative on, on the perspective of self-care. Um, but I just want to kind of read like the main points of it and just sort of talk about, I don't know, we can kind of talk about what we think those mean or what they mean to us. Um, the first one is get out of your head. Um, you know, try to go somewhere else, go to your like internal beach, happy place. What do they say? Like go to your happy place, go to a beach or a deserted island. It's always or a beach. It's always a beach. Yeah. I mean, for me, it probably would be right. Like That's <laughs> where I want to be. Another incident of maybe being brainwashed. I don't know. Is it because I've been told so many times during these visualizations that a beach would be relaxing or is it actually that I love the beach? I do love the beach. <laughs> That's really, I know. I was like, I think I might really love the beach. <laughs> I do too. Where, where that's, so what Liz just said, where that's coming out of, we were talking before we started recording. We were talking about like how interesting it is to start unpacking the, the idea. Like, do we actually even like what we like? Like, do we even like buying that handbag? Is that really treating myself? <laughs> or, or were we just told that we should like buying the handbag? So that's now what we associate with those good feelings. So that's just, that's interesting. Put that in your little thought bank. <laughs> And uh, start thinking about that because I don't know that we'll actually ever know. We need I a sound effect for that. Like, 
Your thought bank. Cha-ching. Bong-ching. There we go. <laughs> we're yeah, we're on close. the same page. Yeah. I don't know what the bong was. Like, <laughs> bong. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what that was, but all right, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and they say, like, go for a walk. If you're starting to feel like you're trapped, I mean, I know, like, even this week, and I think something why I wanted to bring this up at this point, not just for post-election, but that I've noticed like a serious surge of really aggressive Facebook posts and stuff like that happening after the Women's March. I think I think that was a really sort of threatening spectacle for some people. Um, and, and I've just seen like even my own family has like taken to like trolling me on Facebook, which like hmm. I was posting stuff about like down with the Donald way before he won, way before he even won the primary. And like, hey, yo, let's go Hill forever. And and so it's interesting to me that like, then I posted one picture of six different, or maybe it was nine, I'd have to pull it up. But it was a bunch of different cities um, that had marches. And it was like, we're all here or whatever, like stronger together. It was one of those memes. And that was for some reason, like the image that really upset my like crazy conservative cousin. He's not crazy. He's just crazy conservative. Um, that's really surprising. Yeah. I was like, what was it? What was it about that particular image? So anyway, that's sort of why I wanted to bring this out. Um, because I, I had a moment of like, oh man, like I'm actually having to deal with this. And like they people got in like an all out sort of war with him on, on Facebook, which is not like, I like never hear from him ever. So it's just odd. I mean, it was like super odd that that was sort of the thing that brought it out. And, and eventually I kind of want to unpack that a little bit more. But but right now I'm 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 not able to, you know, what I mean? like yeah. I don't really know how to unpack that. So I think like taking time for self-care and self-reflection is going to kind of help um, me. And it's all about me. It's all about <laughs> me, you guys. Um, so but kind of help me wrap my brain around that and maybe come back to that later on. Like what was it about this moment that was so... Um, and maybe threatening's not really even the right word, but so uh, in, in incendiary, like what was it that was so aggressive to, to these people who are now posting all this hateful stuff that who, who were not before, but anywho, so go for a walk. The first one, go for a walk and think walk. about all of your family members who are trolling you on Facebook. <laughs> no, I just want to say, I think that this is, this is a really relevant point and all jokes aside, despite you saying that it's all about you, you're hitting on a really important note that I know other women are going through, not just because I'm going through it myself, but because other, I mean, so many other women in my life are feeling the same things. I mean, it's like, I can't tell you the amount of friends that I talked to after the Women's March and after Inauguration Day who are just like, I am so exhausted. Like, I can't really explain or process the level of physical and emotional exhaustion I feel, but I need the opportunity to like, like reflect on that and regroup and then move forward. So I'm just glad to hear you say that all jokes aside, because I think we're, we're really all there right now. Yeah. I think, I really think it's something that, and, and that was, I mean, this was something that, um, when we were planning out our first episode, I was like, can we talk about self-care next time? Yeah. Because it's sort of like, and it was even more so that like, it would make me research it a little bit because I need to be better about, um, about actually doing it. Me too. Um, Don't we all? And another one is, you know, this next one on the list, it says get off social media. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, 
don't feel like you have to engage with everyone every time. Um, I think certain levels of engagement are really important because, you know, one of the things that, that we're all trying to do, um, or those of us that want to actively be involved in making any sort of difference is, is stop people in their tracks when they're stop those microaggressions. When we see them stop, um, you know, derogatory speech when we see it and speak up and, and encourage people to educate themselves a little bit more about what they're doing and what they're talking about. But I think it's also important to realize that like there are certain people you just are never going to change their minds. And, and that's really hard and awful and like a really nasty pill to swallow, especially when you're related to them, which I'm finding that I am. We all but, are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that we all are, right? You know? Um, and I think, I think taking care of yourself sometimes is okay. Like, you know, there are certain images that that this cousin in particular, um, and if you ever listen to this, sorry, not sorry, um, that they are, that, that, that he's posting that are just like, just are like rage fuel. Like they just absolutely make me want to tear my face off just to have something to throw at him. Yeah. I would and, completely agree with that. It's like, what, should we all go to the shooting range? Like, how do you even release this type of rage? <laughs> right. And like, I will tell you that like going for a walk didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, that is not enough. <laughs> Wired. It was not enough. Like it was not enough. Um, but you know, but, but I'm sure like, I'm sure it did in that, you know, it helped me like sleep better that night because I just felt like I was like grinding my teeth down to the nubs that whole day. Yeah. Um, but you know, getting off social media, I think is really healthy. I think taking some time to go, okay, like I, the weight of the world is quite heavy. Um, and knowing everything, especially you guys, I mean, come on, in the last three days, just everything that we're learning is, uh, I mean, everything that we're seeing this new administration do right out the gate, just what a wait. I mean, you know, like, God. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's interesting to think about it in the context of self-care because, you know, it, so many of Trump's actions, even though I don't want to give him this much credit because I think he's too stupid for it in some ways, but so many of his actions are particularly to make us so afraid and so riled up that we're so exhausted and so irrationally thinking that like we can't we can't possibly take action against him or, you know, really do anything at all. You know, that yeah. makes any sense. And so I think about that a lot, and it's, I think self-care, even though it's thought of sometimes in this, like, you know, kind of girly um, context of, like, going to get your nails done, doing this and doing that, I think of it more as, like, right now, it's a call to action, and it's actually going to provide mm -hmm. us with that strength so that we can make it through this strong fight, because I'm not going to let him think that, like, a lot of my triggered feelings of fear are entirely based on reality. Like I'm going to not let him do sure. that to me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I think this is so relevant for so many reasons, but one of them being that this is really for us a call to action. Like let's regroup and who knows better than a woman that we can do this time and time again. It's like what they were saying about Hillary throughout the election, right? It's like she gets three times the beating and then here she is to work five times as hard and still like be the one to have a poker face when it comes down to it, you know? Yeah. 
So I'm going to get off my pedestal. But like, I think if anything, women need to take back that self-care and be like, nope, we're going to do this because it's basically like we're a bunch of phoenixes. Am I right? Like, it's like, yeah, we got to take a quick break. We got to like rise from our ashes again and take more action. And I think I think that um, in that sense, it's really inspiring for us to do for ourselves and for each and, other. And to like totally <laughs> make myself sound like an infant, it reminds me of like, okay, just go with me here. Okay. <laughs> so, it reminds me of like Mario Kart when you like hit a turtle and you have to start again or like, <laughs> Does it like, do you know what I mean? Where it's like, woo, woo, woo. And then you're like, whoop, whoop, whoop. And you're just like, okay, I'm ready to go. And that's like, it's, you have to recharge. Yes. You have to. And, and I have found, even in trying to like read all the things I want to read, because I'm so excited about this podcast and and about like what we're starting to talk about and, and the people that we're starting to ask to come on and those sorts of things that I just, I, I want to stay up all night and I want to read and I want to, you know, I want to get involved in every deep, crazy you know, social, um, conversation that I possibly can. And in so doing, I will, you know, would end up like sacrificing my marriage and like my overall health. So I just, you know, you just can't do that. You can't do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, taking those moments and, and also I think empowering yourself to know yourself is really important. Like don't, don't let anybody else tell you when you need self-care. Um, or that you haven't done enough today. So why should you need self-care? I think it's really important to, to go back through and empower yourself with knowing what you really need. That's and, such a good point. That is such a good You know what I mean? Point. There are so many people, you know, and I get this sometimes, even from men in my life who I like love very dearly and respect a whole lot and who I know like are feminists in their own right. Like I have heard a lot of men in my life say like, well, you don't need a nap or like you should be fine or why are you so tired? I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, let's bust out the swear jar. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking kidding me. I do like so much more than you. <laughs> well, I, I mean, so far, I know it's because I'm trying to be careful because remember when I asked you if we were going to, if we were going to cuss on this podcast, Yeah. I was like, are we going to cuss? And she's like, well, I don't know. I mean, we don't really want to limit ourselves to anything. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's totally, that's totally true. I'm going to be good. And then look at you, Sweary McSwear. Well, since we made it a charity effort, you know, I'm just trying That's to show true. up in a big we're way. Like, we're seriously <laughs> like at 15. Who We need We need an intern who just listens <laughs> and counts. How many? We'll put that out in the universe. Anybody want to be an anyone, intern? Anyone. Anyone. <laughs> uh, nobody's even listening yet for us to ask. But, you know. Yeah, I hear silence on the end of our, <laughs> our request yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um, yeah, but so, uh, the last, so the, is this the last one? Yeah. So the last, last part of this, of this little article, which is really, I think the most important. And I think, um, especially for white cisgendered women, um, it's listen, actually listen. And I want to, I want to read, um, like what this, this one paragraph from here, because I think it's really, um, it's just perfect. It says, so when your Republican friends express happiness on Facebook, listen. When your Democratic friends express anguish, listen. When your Black friends express frustration over the shock among white Democrats at the pervasiveness of racism and sexism of America, listen. When your white friends express guilt, listen. 
When your immigrant friends express fear for what Trump's America means to them, listen. When your women friends express terror at what this might mean for their bodies, listen. Or when they express joy that a woman they thought didn't represent them lost, listen. When your male friends express sadness that the sexism of some does not represent them, listen. When children express worry, listen. And it skips forward a little bit and it says, um, oh man, I should have highlighted this here. Um, well, basically what it says is like, if we had done that to start with, maybe we would have found ourselves asking the right questions to not get here. Boom, mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's basically like, so now all we have left to do is listen. Yeah. We've painted ourselves into the listening corner. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, we truly have. And so, I, and I think that that's just really important. And that's that to me, like, was exactly what we wanted this podcast to be about. So when I read that, I was like, yep. That's exactly We're going to do that. That's exactly yeah. it. I think that is such a good point. And I had never really thought about that as a self-care strategy, but I think you're right. And I also think there is something to be said for all of you out there who will eventually listen to us who are more science-brained <laughs> um, driven. I think there's something to be said for the fact that, you know, neuroscience really kind of backs up what you're saying as well. Like we are wired to want to relate to others. Like we compartmentalize mm -hmm. things, which is why we create communities. You know, I mean, there's real biological evidence that it would make sense that we would want to find these areas of common ground. And by doing so, you know, by listening, we can do so. So I think that is a really interesting point. And for people who aren't convinced that it's a good action, um, you know, otherwise, I hope that that's kind of convincing that really we're wired to do this. <laughs> so yeah. let's just fucking do it and connect. Yeah. Swear jar. God. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we came up with swear jar. It's like my favorite. I'm going to be so broke, but for a good cause. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. We're going to have to start the, like we talked about last time, we're going to have to have the GoFundMe for our swear jar <laughs> I think that's so funny. <laughs> um, and then the next thing I just want to, and I'm not going to read any of this. I'll probably, actually, I'll read the last little paragraph. But um, the I, in doing my research on this, I found a really cool article in The New Yorker, and I'll post it to the Facebook page for anybody who's interested in reading it. Um, but it's by Catherine. It's either Maves or Meves. It's M-E-V-S. Sorry, Catherine, if mm -hmm. you ever hear this. Um, but she posted this in the run-up to the, the election, um, and like, it's a weekly diary of how she feels every week post-election. And I just thought it was really interesting and really cool. And it, they're all just like a few sentences long. Um, so it's like, she's, you know, trying to take care of herself, still not Zen. You know, there's, there's some really fun, um, you know, like when you read it, you're like, oh yes, all of this. <laughs> it just takes, it takes the, you know, everything that you're feeling and sticks it into like four sentences. And it's just, anyway, you guys should read it. So um, this most recent one, the one that is was right before, um, was it was on January 11th. It just says winter is coming, <laughs> which I thought was like so great. Um, and then January 18th, it says, the universe is telling me to pick up a megaphone, download a bitmoji of me holding a megaphone and go to Washington, D.C., <laughs> I'm all about following her commands, but because her decisions of late have been questionable, first I have to make sure that this megabus to DC will actually have Wi-Fi. 
that's all that it says. So anyway, I'm gonna post it. I thought it was it was sort of like a lighthearted way to kind of kind of catalog your journey. I think it's um, amazing, and yet another way for us all to relate to each other as we're going through this. Because I think again, that's sort of also what we wanted from this podcast is like, it's sort of how you and I just sort of organically connected about this right like yeah we're like what the heck is going on are other people out there feeling like this as well um and just having a space to feel connected to someone who is experiencing a lot of the same things that we are and a lot of the same feelings we are I cannot wait to follow this diary I'm really totally and like it's a fun little like weekly thing and you know I mean some of them are like you know, in honor of Thanksgiving, I, she says, in honor of Thanksgiving, I've started a gratitude journal. I'm grateful for the hope given to me by the popular vote and the electoral college. <laughs> like, it's, you know, and she says, that's, that's 538 people to whom I may potentially be very grateful or who may heave me once more into the depths of despair. <laughs> and that's, so, I mean, it's just really, you know. Oh, we all need a good laugh right now, too. Let's be real. Yeah, Another absolutely. Another self-care. <laughs> Ab- no, absolutely. And so I just thought, I thought it was really funny. Um, so, yeah, so um, with that, um, what what is it, t- the organization that you found that did something on Inauguration Day? Yes, yes. Okay, so we have been talking about a lot of things that we found sort of pre-inauguration and leading up to inauguration. And... Morgan and I have both talked a lot about how exhausted we've been after the Women's March. So I thought this was really great because this was actually done on Inauguration Day itself, which really to me, Morgan, I don't know if you felt this way, but to me, I had a similar physical response as I did on Election Day. Like, I just felt super drained. Yeah, Friday, I was worthless. Yeah. Okay, good. Me too. I mean, not good, but uh, again, yeah, no, we're but, relating. Yeah, I mean, it was, no, it was, it was the same thing all over again. And I just had this, like, I wanted to like dump Trump, but I did emotional dump instead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Um, and, you know, I, and another reason why I really appreciated this organization, who I'll name here in a second, um, is because they were proactive about it. And sometimes that's the biggest takeaway I think we can get from self-care is not waiting to implement some of these strategies until like Mm -hmm. when you're burned out um because then you can find yourself in situations like Morgan you mentioned earlier like a walk did not work this time you know that was that was not enough like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna need like at least six hours of kickboxing class for this one Um, (laughs) may not always be true if you're taking some of these proactive steps so I loved that this organization organized this to be had on inauguration day knowing that a lot of their women um, members would be feeling the way that we felt on this day so they are called girl trek and they are a nonprofit and national health movement serving black women and girls and they hosted um yeah a day of healing um on inauguration day it was actually in dc so about 150 women gathered at trinity college and i guess they called their day i love this kind of more than anything they called their day a day of sisterhood and revolutionary self-care and it was complete with dance workshops um trap yoga which like (laughs) we need to know what that is okay I I got to find a video of it. There's got to be a video of it, right? There has Somewhere. to be a video. But I, yes, of course, like this article gave me lots of feels for lots of good reasons. But when I read the term trap yoga, I did not know that existed. And I must <laughs> find out more. Um, but yeah, I just thought that this was really great. Like, no, again, knowing that their communities would be 
feeling afraid, feeling vulnerable, maybe feeling burnt out. Like, God, I feel like I've been fighting my whole life. Like, and now there's no hope. You know, I think they just really, they knew that they had to take care of their people and they wanted to do something positive to get people, um, together and feeling like it was possible to move forward, um, you know, after taking that time to heal and reflect and be with each other. So I was really inspired by that. And I just wanted to highlight that because there's lots of organizations out there that are trying to take care of their people in the wake of some very tough stuff to process. I think that that's really cool. And it's so important to bring up um, if you have, do you have their, their website? Cause I'd love to stick that on the Facebook page. Cause yeah. I would love to read like what their, all their stuff is. Cause that would just be real cool. Yes. And we can put that on the, the Facebook. So that sounds cool. Y'all, y'all. Yeah. I'm actually really excited about posting all the articles that we talk about because it will then be just such a great way for us to go back and find what we were talking about. Cause other, like I'm a person that will read it and be like, it's about, I mean, okay, it was that one guy and we like read all his other stuff and it was in, it was like a publication that I like. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm really, I'm pumped about that being on there. Me too. Um, and so earlier I said fox yoga. I don't know what I was thinking. It is goat yoga. <laughs> like what I wrote down in my little notebook, like with a little star, like fox yoga. I don't. That's what you were needing at the time. You were like, I'm going I'm to treat myself with some fox. I treated myself with a fox. Um, I'm actually like, like, but you know, I was all happy that we did a little table of contents and I did it like, sorry, wrong. Oops. If you were excited for fox yoga, I guess we're about to lose a listener because (laughs) a listener or two. (laughs) I quit this podcast. Um, anyway, I'm going to, all I'm going to say is that, um, one of my friends on Facebook posted this and it's like, it's insane. There's like a huge waiting list for people to do yoga with goats. <laughs> and it's like, it's too much. It's way cool. So anyway, I'm putting it on the Facebook. That was all I wanted to mention about that. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk now about the, I found this article because I was sort of like, what weird things do people do for self-care? Like what? And I found a lot of like hygiene based stuff, but I was like, no, not that. I want like weird you know, like, ooh, woo, like weird, weird, weird. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so the first one, which like goes into that song that we were talking about, it is orgasmic meditation. Yes. Um, and it's number one on the list because it's just very strange. But the premise, it says the premise is simple. A fully clothed partner methodically strokes a woman's clitoris for 15 minutes. And that's about it. and that's and that's that's it so basically it is the modern interpretation of like treatment for hysteria um if if you've ever seen any yeah anything like that but i just thought that that was really hilarious um maybe i should do that i mean why not right maybe that's the answer (laughs) just make sure that he doesn't love you till it hurts that's that's it (laughs) yeah i don't know why i'm assuming that it's a he anyway because it just says a, a fully clothed partner there we go gender brainwash sorry (laughs) yeah a person wearing clothing um then there's there's some really interesting ones um there are very many um (laughs) like uh psychedelic ones so there's like an ayahuasca retreat in, in peru where you just go do ayahuasca a major hallucinogenic drug in the mountains and there's another one um, in, in um, let's see, in, like, is it Gabon? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, I can't. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I couldn't find it. So, um, and it's the drug Iboga. So you basically just like go on a lengthy trip and, and shot like in the middle of the forest and the shamans like help you, you know, help you through it. And it, it supposedly fights depression um, and drug addiction. Wow. So there's that. Yeah, I think Stu knows someone whose like dad went through something like that because of a like a, um, an addiction to painkillers. Wow. And like it totally cured him. That's really interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you can go to India and you can take a 10 day vow of silence and which would make my head explode. Um, my friend is about to do that. I kid you not. She is currently, yes, she's currently woofing around the world. So she's doing sustainable farming and just living on farms all throughout the country, but she's breaking up all throughout the world. Excuse me. She's breaking up her worldwide travel with a 10 day silent retreat. And I had the same reaction. I was like, Oh hell no. I don't even know. Yeah. Like how, 10 how days? do you even do that? I have no idea, but I'll be, maybe we can have her on here after she uh, completes it. And she we can should. Give us some insight. Yeah. Cause I have no idea. Oh, I would idea. love it. <laughs> I would totally love it. Yes. Um, the, and then here's this one. And I actually don't know where this place is. It, it's it's Gran Canaria, like Canaria, Canaria. Do you know where this place is? I don't know where this place is. No. Anywho, it's there. Okay. <laughs> in this place that I don't know where it is. I want to look And it it's up. called Return to the Womb. Return to the Womb? And, oh, it's in, yes. it's in Spain. It's in Spain. Oh, great, great. Okay, so in Spain. Um, and you go... For it's a luxury spa, you know, it's and and there's a womb room. Oh my god! And you lie presumably in the fetal position on water beds while ambient sounds emanate from the warm red walls. Oh lord, that is really yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's great. I like the idea of ambient sounds in a water bed, but like creepy like red womb red walls, walls? <laughs> yeah, I, don't think so. I feel like it would look like like you were inside like the belly of a whale or like <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't know but who knows I mean if I'm ever in that area of Spain I will ch- I might check out that the womb room yeah the womb room <laughs> boom boom in the womb room <laughs> I wonder if anybody does boom boom in the womb room. I hope so, just so they can say that. <laughs> I, if I do ever go there, I'm going to boom boom in the womb Please room. Please do. Please bring Stu. Mm-hmm. Please do bring mm-hmm. Stu so you can boom boom in the womb room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 So this I thought was really interesting. Um, so I'm going to Thailand for two weeks in March. Um, and this one is in Chiang Mai, the Chiang Mai Women's Correctional Institution. And actually, we're going to Chiang Mai for like four days or five days. Oh, my God. Um, they they teach the um, female inmates um, like wellness practices. So and like holistic, they they they're given holistic training. So if you are you, it's like going to like the hair school to get your hair done at a discounted price. So like <laughs> civilians can go to the prison. Oh, and, wow. okay. and get like there isn't that I thought that was like it's weird but it's like totally cool so you can go um you know and get massages and get all sorts of things done by the women who are um at this correctional institution and then any of the wages and tips that they make are kept aside for the prisoners upon release oh my so god they can, that's like the best that thing cool? I've ever heard <laughs> I know. I thought that was so cool. Anyway, I thought that that was like, it it was, it definitely belonged on the like 
weird wellness practices because it's weird in a good way. I hope that like, you go. I mean, I really, I know it's your vacation, yeah. but I would be really curious to hear about your experience if you went because that's the kind of programs I think I we need, need here. To. That's so good. Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely need to because looking at that and going, oh, come on. Like I'm literally going to that exact city and only have one thing planned. I, I think I have to go do that. <laughs> yeah, you have three. I don't know if anybody's going to want me to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to want to go with me, but I'm going to do it. You know what? I'll, I'll... It's probably safer Whatever. than if we did it here. You can probably go by yourself. I bet Stu would go, oh, I'm though. Sure. I bet Stu would go. He'd go. He'd Even go. if he just, like, stood at the front to make sure that, like, nothing happened <laughs> kept, to me. Kept watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this resort, it's a wine spa in Japan. There's There are, of course, very luxurious wine spas in Bordeaux that have just, like, incredibly clear, wonderful wines. Um, that you, you know, get to, get to sit in and be amazing. But this is like, it says like, this is more of a house red (laughs) kind of version of that, which I thought was really great. Um, so it's, and it's, it's like, it's supposed like, so sitting in wine is supposed to like make your skin super glowy and it's supposed to slow the aging process and things like that. Um, yeah, I it just like this picture. Really, I'm mentioning it because you guys have to get on the Facebook and look at this picture. It looks like there's like a big bottle of like of what looks like two buck chuck, and it's like a huge pool of like I mean, there's like 50 people just smashing this pool, and it's just purple water, like purple. <laughs> anyway, Gross. it's really really. Does that weird. work? Like, should I start washing my face with wine, or I mean, I don't know. You know what? We should, ask Miss, we should ask my friend Missy if that if that works. Missy, <laughs> are you out know. there? <laughs> do you Missy? Do you know? She's not listening. I mean, she's certainly not right now because nobody is. But she, <laughs> I don't think she's listened to the first one yet. But I'll make her listen. Missy, to this one. get on it and come on. Let me know if I should be washing my face with some wine. With wine, right? <laughs> um. So there's laughter yoga in India, too, where you're just supposed to laugh the entire time, which I thought was really great. great. There's crying therapy in Japan where you just go and you, like, cry alone in a room for, like, many days. Wow. I mean, what if you didn't need to cry? Like, how do you even plan that? (laughs) Yeah. These next two are very weird. Um, There's one in Washington, and it is... um, on Whidbey Island, so it's just off the coast um, of Washington, and you are taken out into the um, wilderness and you're you're buried alive. Uh... Yeah, and it doesn't really even say any more than that. It's just like, and after emerging from the conf- confines of nature, you're said to feel a deeper knowledge of spirit and creation. But I'm not so sure. Oh, I'm not so sure on that one. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know about that one either. And this one really takes the cake for me. It is called the Sausage Castle in Florida. <laughs> and it's located in central Florida. Shocking. Shocking that it's there. Um, it, it, the Sausage Castle is Disneyland's twisted, degenerate, drug-addled twin. The castle is the brainchild of Mike Busey, who lives there with his huge band of merry misfits and throws parties that would make Hugh Hefner blush. To fund his hedonistic lifestyle, Busey grants well-heeled guests residency at the castle during so-called rock star weekends. During these stays, guests can cover themselves in chocolate and get spanked with sausages, dance with snakes, shoot machine guns, ride ponies, and fulfill their darkest sexual desires. So what? if I had to pick one, I'm, I'm going to go to the Sausage Castle. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Cuz what? What? Exactly. I don't know. Like that is like a very specific but oddly vague list of activities you mm-hmm. can do there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean like Really, like, did, did they take a vote? Like, which activities got <laughs> made the cut for the list? Because it's like, and you will fulfill your darkest desires. But here's like, specifically, you can ride ponies. But you, but you can get covered in chocolate and spanked with a sausage and ride a pony. <laughs> and ride a pony. See, that to me sounds less crazy than being like, you know what I want to do. Exactly. Were they trying to sweeten it up at the end there? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but also, don't worry. We have normal animals and we keep them alive. So. Oh no! It's, just, it's really. What do they really mean by riding a pony? Oh, burr, burr, louder. <laughs> Shit just got burr, real. Louder. <laughs> Yo, honey, let's do it. <laughs> oh god, I love that song. I love that song so much. It's so good. But I really don't want to think about this sausage castle <laughs> and that song at the same time. And like with me singing it. <laughs> Bow. At the same time as it's happening. I have to admit to you, that song was in- <laughs> undiscernible to me for like a good couple seconds of... <laughs> oh, really? Before I start... <laughs> I'm glad I kept going and I just didn't do the... Like... <laughs> exactly. I was like, all right, yeah, sounds kind of like a dark, sausagey kind of song. And then... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so is it time for the Queen of the Week? It's time! Okay, so it's my turn this time for the Queen of the Week. Yes. Um, and I'm going to do Elizabeth Smith Miller. Um, she was known as Libby and was an advocate and financial supporter of the women's rights movement. She lived from 1822 to 1911. And she was the, she was very influential in dress code reform. And she was officially the first woman who was, um, uh, like a true, like who it was attributed to for wearing pants, um, as an act of rebellion until, um, the amount of attention the protests received in the popular press became a distraction from the movement. And then she started wearing dresses again. But I just thought that it was super important. She like basically is the first gal pal to give way to what we now know is as the pantsuit. Um, and thank you to Wikipedia for giving me everything that I know about her. That's amazing. Um, it's like yeah, Pants I can... Nation. No, totally. And I'll read a little bit. Um, she was born September 20th, 1822. And she was the daughter of anti-slavery philanthropist Garrett Smith and his spouse, the abolitionist. And Carol Fitzhugh. So, like, their dinner table chat was probably awesome. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, she married Charles Dudley Miller in 1843 and moved to Geneva, New York. Um, and they occupied the cottage across the brook on her father's estate at Peterborough, New York. So they were very well-to-do. Um, and let's see. The family later moved to Geneva, New York, where she died in 1911. She, at the third National Women's Rights Convention, gaveled in Syracuse, New York, Smith Miller was the author of a motion to create state-based women's rights organizations when the motion to create a national organization failed. She was with um, Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony in the founding of the National Women's, Women's Suffrage Association. So I thought I just thought she was cool, and I thought it would be fun to talk about her. Um, I think that's amazing, and I think that it it is, of course, very timely 
I mean, I know we've talked about this a little bit already, but it's timely given the Women's March and kind of the rigmarole around, like, what women were wearing to the Women's March and should that even be considered and how are we representing each other. And then also, you know, us talking about sort of the discomfort that and and reactions that men and other communities have had in response to the power from the women's march i think that she's a very relevant relevant is how i want to say it because she's the queen <laughs> relevant queen of the I week like your... <laughs> it's because i have this awesome mic relevant <laughs> that's good projection really good projection thank you <laughs> anyway Oh, I want to read. So I'll just read the little part about dress code reform. So she was an advocate of Victorian dress reform. Um, She first wore the Turkish pantaloons and knee length skirt, later popularized by Amelia Bloomer in The Lily. Um, The apparel in its undergarment was similar to utilitarian outfits, also worn by women of the utopian um, Oneida community and the Oneida Nations woman. Um, Dress reform was seen as essential in liberating women from the functional constraints imposed by their activities, by conventions, reinforcing a male-dominated society. Boom. Which is so true. Yeah. I mean, like, get me out of that corset and into... God, can you even imagine that? Like, having to wear a corset every day. Oh, my God. I am so happy we have moved beyond that. I'm, like, way digging the leggings era, even though men have tried to be all, like... It's... Leggings aren't pants. Well, you don't know because you don't get to wear them. Yeah. They are two pants and they're amazing. They're definitely pants. And also we're not wearing them to attract you. We're wearing them because we're tired of being uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. We're wearing them so that you'll go away. <laughs> yeah. In fact. It's true. Like, it's true. <laughs> like I'm wearing misshapen tops and leggings for the rest of my life. And you can get over it (laughs) so what does it say about like the end of her career does it say anything like about her death or anything interesting there oh god probably and it's probably depressing she probably died of like consumption or something i know or dysentery or like (laughs) yeah yeah actually you know it doesn't oddly enough it just talks she died in the family home apparently i'm sure if i looked into it more because like i literally was like who was the first woman to wear pants i think that's so Um, cool I mean, yeah, I never would have yeah. I mean, thought to Google that, but that's so interesting. Well, I just thought, and then, and then I was like, okay, I have to be careful because there's probably a lot of people who were attributed to having done that. And there was a woman who, like the the book, The Lily, um, I believe it was a book actually, but the, it was it was popularized in pop culture well before it was actually. Um, you know, well before people were actually doing it. So I wanted to make sure, like, there was a person in an advocate role that was wearing it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just thought she was cool. But there, I don't really know a whole lot more of it. The fame, like, it just says the family later moved to Geneva, New York, where Miller died in 1911. Hey, Wikipedia, I donated my $3 to you. <laughs> where, Where is the end of Elizabeth Smith yeah, what's, Miller's What's life? the end of Libby's story, Wikipedia? Oh, that's right. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh-huh. What is the end of Libby's story? That's what I want to know. And maybe, you know, like, maybe somebody will tell us someday. Maybe someone will write her story. Um, and yes, I'm trying to reference Hamilton again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody, again, just every time, just every episode. <laughs> well, so I think that that's, that's, like, everything I think that we want to do for this week, which is awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on our second episode. Woo-hoo. Our second episode. Don't forget to take care of yourself and also to treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> and 
also follow us on Facebook. That can be part of treating yourself. Oh, yeah. That's a major part of treating yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and on Twitter and all of that good stuff. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We're under Chug and Chat Podcast on Facebook. And we are at Chug and Chat. And um, the it's in. It's not and. Mm. It's just an in. Mm. It's just an N. Because I'm creative. (laughs) Follow us. Because we need followers. Follow us. (laughs) We do. Please. And we'll we'll post all of these articles and funny videos and and goat yoga, not fox yoga. (laughs) You have now listened to the Chuggin' Chat. Bye. (laughs) 